0: What's going on trophy hunters and welcome back to trophy talk the bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast here on soundcloud and itunes slash apple Podcasts. this is episode 20 of the show and i'm one of your hosts as always colin Kolhoven, only joined by one other person today and that is eli downing how you doing today Eli?
1: what's up what's up
0: what's up what's up indeed we lost one of our co-hosts uh daryl fuimano tall samoan guy um his uh, wife was not feeling very well tonight, so he's taking care of her. So we wish her a speedy recovery. Potentially, she's listening to this if she's still not feeling well when it comes out. So hello. Hello. <laughs> 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 I had to get in the, the classic intro somewhere in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There you go. Exactly. So how you doing, my friend? How are things going?
1: Good. I mean, uh, all right, I guess. Had a, a rough day at work today, but uh, sure. you know, that's that's neither here nor there right well it's there but it's not here so yep uh ready to talk some trophies you know
0: i agree um yeah work has been rough this week and uh the last couple weeks in general as as the listeners are probably aware we work together and um yeah it's it's a skill for sure to try to like leave work at work like i'm i'm trying to get better at that myself like not bringing that energy or like if i'm in a bad mood or i'm having a bad day at work and like i come home You know, I try to not let that affect my interactions with Stephanie or, like, you know, the way that I interact with the listeners or anyone else. Like, but it's hard for sure sometimes. So, yeah, I get it. I get it.
1: We'll see if I take it out on the trophy list or not.
0: Yeah, I think you will. I think you will. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you to all the returning listeners. And if you're a new listener, hello and welcome. Uh, We hope that you enjoyed episode 19, which was a rather lengthy episode that dug into sort of the first party yeah, and second party, and to some extent, games on PS4 and ranking their trophy lists. Um, I do realize after the fact that there was a pretty glaring omission in my mind in that list, um, and it wasn't. Well, I will. I'll just come out and say what it was. I think Final Fantasy VII Remake probably should have been on that list as one of the games we discussed. Ooh, and so, yep, and that's my bad. Um, I full disclosure was the one who kind of curated that list, and then Daryl and Eli had some feedback on it. And uh, we didn't catch it, so apologies that that was not on there. Um, But hopefully it didn't uh, deter you from enjoying the rest of the discussion. And I think we did a pretty good job, all things considered. Do you have anything, like, you know, any regrets on your rankings there, Eli? Or anything you're feeling bad about from that?
1: Uh, No, I kind of pointed it out in the episode where I feel like Ghosts of Tsushima got a little bump. Right. That was not exactly... You know, it wasn't really entitled to, but right. Other than that, I think it's it's a pretty good list. I think you yeah. did a great job. I would and agree. I think it was a good representation of us as a crew.
0: I agree. Yeah, and actually, it's funny the the ghost of Tsushima bump seems to have carried over to the critical and commercial sales as well. I was reading today. Um, or reading today. I was listening today. Um, in the MPD figures came out, and apparently Ghost of Tsushima has surpassed five million units sold. So congratulations to Sucker Punch on that. It was a, a huge game for them this year, and they're already—if you look at their like website and stuff—they're already openly hiring for a sequel. So no surprise yeah. there. Um, and actually, the Game Awards hosted by Jeff Keighley announced their candidates and their categories and without going too into detail there i can say that ghost of tsushima i think is present on 10 different possible awards um including game of the year so quite a few people like that game apparently we're missing out not playing it but we'll get around to Mm -hmm. it at some point (laughs) yeah
1: and i guess that it's multiplayer is pretty pretty lit too
0: yeah i have a few friends who are playing (laughs) it and um looks fun or sounds fun i should say i haven't seen them play it I actually haven't Family. seen any gameplay of it, but it it does sound fun.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to not boil it, but I might check out the multiplayer and see what it do. What that's all about.
0: It seems like a good candidate right. for me for a PS5 game. Uh, to, you know, something to play like when I first get the console, whenever that will be. For sure. And for uh, sure. speaking of which, you know, we are now uh, recording this on the 19th of November, so the PlayStation 5 has been out for a week exactly at this point. And a few of our listeners in the, you know, Discord um, and in the community have procured the machine and they've been playing it. It's Pretty interesting to see sort of like their icon on the on the PSN app or when you're playing PlayStation <laughs> 4, like seeing, you know, they have a little different symbol next to them. You can kind of see an outline of the console or whatever, right? But
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, how to, how's it been going for you with that, with the launch? You know, are you feeling a little bit left out? I have to admit that I am feeling a little bit left out and kind of bummed that I do not have the machine yet.
1: Uh, I'm not. I do want to say that the machine picture almost, it reminds me of like the bloodletting beast for some reason. I don't know why it's just all flappy. That's
0: that's a weird pull.
1: <laughs> it's all <laughs> flappy and whatnot.
0: That's like, I've not thought of that. It does look like a router. It looks like a spaceship for sure. Bloodletting beast, not something I'd considered, but uh, I appreciate well, the just insight. Like
1: the, the icon on the, you know, it's just got, I don't know, an mm-hmm. icon on that you were talking about. Yeah. Now I'm not feeling too left out. I wasn't, like, super hyped on this new generation. I would have loved to have been a part of, a you know, a console launch. that I'm, You know, I've never been a part of that getting in on it day one or anything. Uh, and this probably would have been uh, a good year for me to actually have the financial stability to get in on that. Mm. But I've decided to invest elsewhere, which will be a, a PC, most likely. Oh. So You just Yeah, I just wasn't <laughs> digging the whole um you know, I feel like it's just what do you get? Sixty frames, maybe one twenty?
0: On the on next gen, yeah. Sixty yeah, frames, four K with ray tracing. Or no, let me back up. It seems like most of the games have a performance or a um or like a right whatever the enhanced mode or I, I don't know what the terminology is yet but essentially you, you get can
1: resolution get resolution or frame
0: rate there you go you can get 4k and ray tracing and then like 30 frames a second or you can get 60 fps 4k with no ray tracing
1: mm-hmm. so i'm sure it will change as you know the console moves on the game the de- developers you know learn how to really tweak their games to get the best specs you may like we might be at 60 frames 4k i don't know how i don't i don't know that in depth of the the machine innards to say that that's possible or not sure but just the uh you know i know 60 frames are great and all that but you know i do all the the artwork for us and uh myself and i enjoy that so you know having a more well rounded machine that I can get a hundred and a hundred and sixty frames per second, right? And you know, and 4K if I really wanted to, uh, which just was a little more enticing for me, yeah. And uh, you know, I already have a, a decent PC library and um. I like building things and working with my hands, so I'm going to try to build the PC myself. That's pretty cool. And so it's like a whole new endeavor, and I got to learn a lot about specs and the way computers work. And big shout out to my brother B-Down for helping me figure a lot of it out. But I've gone pretty pretty far down the rabbit hole Yeah, as far as PC specs and innards go. So, uh, you know, there's a lot to learn there. It's it's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's exciting, for sure. And also, I mean, if you're going to get into speedrunning like your brother, uh, h- having the ability to run games at 120 to 160 frames per second is generally how a lot of these glitches and exploits are pulled off because the games are not designed around that, and then you can kind of glitch your way into terrains or enemy AI behaves differently and stuff like that. So, uh, Oh,
1: for real? That's yeah, th- there's
0: a interesting... Um, I'll just give you an example that I'm, I'm aware of. So if you're playing... Resident Evil 2 remake, and you're speedrunning it on PS4, uh, the game runs, I think, at a locked 30 frames per second. And if Mm. you're playing on the computer, obviously, you can get 60 or even above. And the way that the knife works in that game is it does damage for every single frame that it interacts (laughs) with an enemy. And so for bosses on the PC, and I think even on PS4 Pro even, you can use a knife, and for every frame that it's hitting the boss, it's doing that same amount of damage. So you can like really cheese bosses like that versus if you're just oh, wow. playing on the PS4 it's not possible. So
1: That is awesome.
0: Yeah, it's kind of cool, right?
1: So cool. Mhm. Amazing.
0: The more you know. I've spent uh mm-hmm. I've spent way too much fucking time watching speedruns. <laughs> yeah. Like games I've never even played, I've seen speedruns for, so I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> like I know how that game works." <laughs> it's uh it's kind of what I put on to fall asleep most nights is i'll watch like the first 30 minutes of a speed run and then like leave it on as i fall asleep nice yeah because i'm weird like that um that is a it's an interesting strategy for sleep In indeed yeah stephanie probably loves it <laughs> 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 actually she's getting kind of into it she like wanted to watch one the other night so we watched a crash bandicoot 3 speed run uh which was pretty fun and you know like she she's aware of like these other games that she didn't get to play growing up but that are popular and so she's always down to check them out which is pretty cool but getting back to the the ps5 a bit i you know personally i'm having a bit of fomo which we defined before the show because you you were not aware of this term but if you're missing out right I, i am pretty bummed like you said like this was the first generation that i was financially stable enough to be with the group like ready to go like i had my money i was like okay let's do this thing and multiple attempts to get a console failed. I'm not gonna buy one off a, off a scalper on eBay for like a grand or 1500 bucks. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of in this perpetual like waiting period at this point. and it sounds like we might get a couple more like really small quantities before Christmas, but it's gonna mm-hmm. be sort of like a bloodbath to try to get them again, just like it was for these previous ones. And so, I've kind of resigned myself to the fact that I'm not going to have one until probably spring of next year, which is completely fine. Um, But you know, I do, I do miss uh, or like miss like the conversations that that I could be having right now and stuff or like kind of wish I could be, I should say. And like a lot of the podcasts I listen to that are gaming centric are all about the the Xbox series X or the PS five right now. And I'm purposefully skipping them for the first couple weeks Mm. because I I just like, don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about the games I just kind of want to leave it and go in more blind. So, uh, yeah, from a podcast perspective, it kind of sucks because my commute is quite long, as you know. And so mm-hmm. not being able to listen to gaming podcasts, like, well, fuck. dude, I guess I got to, like, actually listen to things that make me smarter, <laughs> you know? Like, so, Well,
1: we're going to talk about them today, aren't we?
0: We're going to talk about the trophy list today, but I've not wanted to hear about, like, reviews of the console necessarily or, like, in-depth spoiler casts. Like, so I, I listened to Kind of Funny Gamescast and uh, their daily show and stuff, and they put up, like, five episodes in a row, which is great if you're a PS5 owner, because they're all, like, Miles Morales spoiler cast, like, Bug Snacks spoiler spoiler cast, uh, you know, like, basically mm-hmm. for all the launch titles, and I was like, fuck, like, I don't want to, I can't listen to any of these, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I see, I gotcha.
0: Yeah, so.
1: Spoiler stuff.
0: Yep, so that that's kinda where I'm at. Um I'm happy for those folks who were able to get their consoles, obviously, and it sounds like people are enjoying them quite a bit. So I look forward to it at some point, but it's a ways off still for me. And it sounds like yeah. you're going you're going the PC route potentially even. So
1: Yeah, I'd love to have it for the exclusives, but that just hurts just as much as their remake shenanigans going on. Yeah. That's you know? just why? Why you gotta or wait, would be so rude? Wait, wait, what do you mean? You know, I feel like I got to buy the system so I can play Demon Souls.
0: Oh, I see. You know? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. All is right. is that the game that you're like looking forward to playing the most? Would you say?
1: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I have such a big backlog on PS4. That's another reason I'm not, I'm not having the, uh, the FOMO as, as <laughs> the, the kids say these days,
0: as the children but, are saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh yeah like i have plenty to play that i'm excited to play on the playstation 4 right i'm not you know looking to the future of playstation yet you know
0: yeah it's it's interesting because this is probably as much as it's like wow i can finally afford to be in on a console launch day one and like i'm excited about it and i want to be there and we produce content so part of me is like i we're kind of missing out on that because like ideally we'd have the machine to be able to speak to and feed into the content that we produce so part of me feels Mm -hmm. guilty about not having it for that reason but Mm -hmm. also it's like i agree with you that my backlog is massive and i don't really think the ps4 is outdated yet in terms of the visuals or the way the gameplay feels or anything like that i mean i am certainly looking forward to the faster loading times probably more than anything else but from a visual perspective i mean i was playing diablo 3 the other day which came out in like Fucking, i don't even know 2013 20 it's an mm-hmm. old game at this point and i was like this game looks beautiful still and i have a base launch ps4 yeah so
1: that must be why it's still 60 dollars
0: <laughs> yeah there, well someone from <laughs> someone from activision blizzard needs to get you know, a statement out and tell me why that game is still 60 dollars i do not understand
1: right so it's crazy yeah, I yeah. feel like it's the it's the one we are capable of being part of as far as launches, but it feels like the one that is not a necessity to be a part of. Yeah. At least in my opinion.
0: I would agree. I would agree. You know, trophies are going to function the same way. Um, it's one ecosystem. It's not like they've cut it off instead like, okay, cool, you're starting over and your PS5 trophies are separate. So there's no risk of like falling behind, quote unquote, in any sort of mm-hmm. way with that. So Right. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, we'll have we'll have more to say about it as the months and the weeks continue on. You know, it's eventually we'll we'll all get one. Um, you know, I'm not gonna. I will try to get one when these other sort of small like inventory stocks get released. But I just am not banking on that. So it's like it's a nice to have or a nice feature. But if it doesn't happen, then whatever. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna be upset about it at this point. Yeah um
1: and before we uh dive into to some games yes i was gonna pose a little question oh sure and i was thinking about i was thinking about when you when we talked about salad
0: a couple couple episodes back fucking love salad great
1: you, you mentioned your parents that ate salad before eating
0: breakfast for dinner yeah because they're psychopaths just like daryl <laughs> because he squats over his home shitter they're both they're yeah. all psychopaths in my Same mind
1: category right
0: exactly exactly <laughs> Yeah.
1: But just to make sure you're not a psychopath, mm. question is, do you mm. use ketchup on your eggs?
0: No. Okay. No, absolutely not. I do put salsa or tapatio on them sometimes. Okay. Because. I don't know.
1: That's borderline.
0: Well, let me explain myself here. When you're having like <laughs> huevos rancheros, for example, right? That's like eggs and beans and tortilla and like guacamole and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you put salsa on that and that's fucking delicious. Okay um if it's just like me having eggs and like you know hash browns or something i will do tapatio sometimes on the eggs just because i like spicy food so i just think it adds a little kick to it i've never understood the ketchup though because it's like sweet right
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it's it's not for me
0: you don't do that either then
1: the flavors don't i don't feel like they mix great
0: now what does happen sometimes is that you'll get your uh there's this place in Santa Rosa, I don't know if they have it in Napa either. It's called Omelette Express, and uh, they do really amazing omelets, obviously. So you get an omelet there, and it comes with, like, a side of, like, hash browns and some, like, sourdough toast or something, right? And I'll put mm-hmm. ketchup on the hash browns, and sometimes I'll take a bite of that with, with a little egg in there. I'll take a little bite of everything, you know?
1: Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
0: So that'll happen. But yeah, I'm not but taking a squirting... bite of just the, the egg with ketchup.
1: Right, squirting ketchup onto eggs it's just it's cold ketchup is cold oh that's and mm -hmm. eggs cool off fast enough you know you gotta shovel those things in before they get cold to begin with oh yeah squirting them with a refrigerated condiment
0: i mean that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves when i've cooked breakfast for stephanie before is like she's kind of like laissez-faire about like getting ready in the morning and she moves like Mm -hmm. real slow and stuff and it's like these are eggs and they're done. They're gonna get fucking Your eggs cold in like are ready. exactly. Like they're gonna get cold in like two minutes. Like, are you telling me you're yeah. not upset about that? And she doesn't care. She's like, oh, I gotta wash my face and like you know get ready. And it's like what, what? <laughs> Another weird one though for the ketchup because you got me thinking. I know a few mm-hmm. people, and I don't do this either, to be clear, who put <laughs> who put ketchup in Kraft mac and cheese.
1: Oh, I don't like cheese. You, don't, I'm a weirdo. Whoa.
0: whoa. W- yeah Whoa, you don't like cheese <laughs> like all t- all cheese is off for you all cheese pretty much you don't even put it like in an omelet as like one of multiple things no nah. what
1: Nah. oh dude Not on a burger Burger's what? definitely a no-go burger's a no-go for sure what about pizza Pizza's okay, but I was always very picky about it. Great. Now we came to my psychopathic trait. That's right.
0: But we're gonna. They're all gonna come <laughs> out at some point. All of our, <laughs> all of our traits are gonna come out at some point. Excuse me. Choked out over your craziness.
1: Yeah. Went th- straight through the mic. Uh mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. Don't. I used to be real picky about it, and like, uh, Papa John's always had the best cheese to sauce ratio. Oh, dude, but I Papa could John's never... is so good. Yeah, I could never stomach Pizza Hut because it was just covered in cheese. Just that, I think it's like the gooey texture just makes me gag. I don't know, and the taste is not great either. But like, I can eat cheese. It's mm. so it's mostly the texture for me, and like the the drippy, soggy cheese on a burger.
0: No oh god. Yeah, <sighs> drippy, soggy, disgusting. I mean, the adjectives you used is. are kind of are kind of <laughs> strange. Like, I think of it like. I think cheese is
1: strange.
0: Cheese, okay, you're crazy. Moldy milk. You're you're crazy. First of all, you're talking
1: about it's gross. You're
0: fucking crazy. Okay, (laughs) would you rather have oat cheese like we have oat milk and shit? Like, you know what I mean? Here's where cheese is great. Moldy oats. You get American cheese, which I understand is not very high quality bar, but here's where you use American cheese. Okay, in an omelet, gooey American cheese with like bell peppers and mushrooms and shit. It's fucking delicious. Also, American cheese on a burger is the best like Mm. hands down i can take it or leave it in like other things you know like i don't have to have cheese in like all my meals or whatever but you're talking to a guy who spent quite a few years in wisconsin right so cheese Mm -hmm. is like part of my part of my dna if they did like a a dna spectrum analysis or something i'd probably be like 10 percent cheese yeah like 10 percent pasta <laughs> like guaranteed 10 percent vodka lemonades like i'm just like a weird conglomerate of stuff so hmm. yeah it's an interesting point though we'll have to come back to that when daryl's back on the next episode and ask him how, how he feels about cheese and also ketchup on yeah, eggs
1: cheese and ketchup
0: yeah if anyone else has a weird combo with ketchup let us know in the comments because
1: do you put ranch on your pizza
0: no i dip okay. my i dip my crust, crust? in yeah. ranch that's cool. very specifically i will not dip the like the bulk of the pizza in it right
1: yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah and i also like when i'm having salad like i don't use ranch dressing either i think that's weird like i prefer like a vinaigrette or like a balsamic or something you know something kind of like mm-hmm. lighter for my mm-hmm. uh for my salads
1: i like uh i like the caesar i like caesar i can do ranch ranch is cool yeah the the vinaigrettes just don't do it for me it's not enough there
0: yeah, it's not a lot of substance to them, that's for sure. But yeah. it's really healthy, you know? It's, right. kind of, it's kind of like the whole thing where, I forget what, what movie it was. It was Super Size Me? It was, like, talking about McDonald's and stuff, right? And mm-hmm. it come to find out, like, from that and a few other books that were written on, like, health around that same time, like, the salads at McDonald's were actually one of the worst menu items you could order because the dressings were so fucking sugary and, like, bad for you that you turned mm. what would – most people would consider a healthy meal, a salad – into something that like is horrible for you. And the person writing the mm-hmm. book I remember was like, actually the best thing for you that you can get at McDonald's is the French fries. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Potatoes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Yeah, I, I eat differently. I don't look at those. I have to look more at, uh, I don't look at the fat cause I know they do a lot of that yeah. in those things where they, you know, they dissect the whole thing, but I pretty much just look at the carbs.
0: Yeah, you look at so carbs fries and fries are the
1: mm. worst, and I can totally deal with a fatty, uh, fatty dressing. You know? Mm.
0: Do you like avocado? No. Okay.
1: That's gross. That's disgusting.
0: Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming around to it, via- from yeah. s- from Stephanie's sort of influence. You know, she likes mm. avocado a lot, and I know it's really good for you. So that I like kind of trick my brain into going like, yeah, you like this because it's good for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. but I would never ask for it on something. If it comes on something now, like on a sandwich, I'll eat it. But I would mm-hmm. never ask for it specifically.
1: Oh, definitely not.
0: Yeah. So That was a nice food tangent there, though. Hopefully people yeah. enjoyed that. Um, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about our topic for the show, which is actually to review some of the launch game trophy lists for the PS5. So while neither Eli or I have played the PS5, we've had a chance to sort of look at these lists. And we obviously know the launch library and the launch lineup and, uh, you know, we'll just kind of give our initial thoughts on a few of the games. We're going to be going over Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Astro's Playroom, and the Demon Souls remake from Bluepoint. So, you know, you let us uh, I'll let you kind of start us off with whichever one kind of grabs your attention the most. Which one of these do you want to discuss first, and what do you think of it?
1: Uh, well, let's just start with Demon's s-
0: Souls. You're right. Demon it is Demon's Souls. I always say Demon Souls, but it is Demon's Souls.
1: Mm-hmm so weird correct but uh yeah that's the first one i have pulled up so (laughs) uh yeah i don't it just looks like uh looks like a pretty souls list which is cool you know knowing that it's a remake and they stuck true to the uh you know the three playthroughs collect everything i don't know what it how it relates to the ps3 did it have trophies on ps3
0: yes it did
1: this list did. yep and okay.
0: that's a good point. I probably should have compared it to that. I, you know what? We're going to pull it up live. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, though.
1: But yeah, so the... Uh, the That's basically what I got. I haven't played any of the Souls game. I played Bloodborne. So yeah. I don't have to do any of the, you know, collect the, um, what do you call them? Like the spells and the miracles and, and all that yeah. type of deal. So yeah. I'm not super familiar with those, but it does definitely look like the list wants you to do a save scum there well at least the the guide we're
0: looking at yeah the guy and to be clear we're looking at we unified it here we're looking at uh power picks guides for all three of the games that we listed so yes um yeah it's this game is notoriously hard and part of it it was is that it's the first of its kind in a lot of ways you know it started the souls genre but really dark souls was the one that kind of like reached critical and commercial acclaim so Mm this is like stepping back to a different era. And actually what I've heard from interviews with Bluepoint and other sort of documents about the game is that they didn't even change the enemy AI code or anything like that. It's really just a visual overhaul. So the game is going to feel and play very similarly to the PS3 version. And that game is notoriously very, very hard. I've I've not had the privilege of playing it before because I didn't own a PS3, but again, as we're talking about a bit earlier like I've seen speed runs of this game it's really hard so
1: yeah I think that's super cool that they just kind of kept it the same and made a remake
0: mhm
1: especially cuz they're not uh from software you know? yeah yeah I mean, you, can't, you can't don't try to do it better you know mhm I think that's pretty cool of them to uh you know not have to stick their dick their fingers in that, you know yeah just they do, don't they don't need do to a mess graphical with that update and
0: yeah yeah, and they uh, have a history that I think that's what people
1: that. want. Correct. Correct. For for people like us that didn't have the PS3 and play it. So that's kind of cool. We get we get the, you know, uh the original experience.
0: Yeah. That's a really good point. And I think quite a few people did miss out on this game because it was an earlier PS3 title, if I remember correctly. Someone can correct me on that if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it was an early title and again, notoriously hard, it was not expected to perform well in the west i mean it was released initially in japan and uh actually ign didn't review the game until a few months after it'd been out when they realized like oh people are actually liking this game Mm -hmm. um and so had a little bit of a delay there
1: didn't they actually like try to not fund it or something they just didn't market it or
0: yeah weren't they gonna
1: give up on it and they were like ah let's just put it out fuck it
0: yep exactly
1: exactly um, look what we got now, 10 million <laughs> Souls clones.
0: Yeah, I, I do think that, you know, the, the trophies are very reminiscent of uh, a Dark Souls game. And I think you're correct in putting mm. Bloodborne in a different category there, because Bloodborne is a bit less complicated in terms of, like, get all the spells, get all the miracles, get all the rings, right? There is mm. the get all the weapons trophy in Bloodborne. But that's because weapons and weapon arts are such a significant part of the depth in the combat for that game that that actually makes sense to me. Whereas you can play this game and you can play Dark Souls with a standard shield and sword and never need to use any of these spells, right? So you kind of got to go out of your way here to do it. Mm. And um, yeah, and I got to say, I don't really like the trophy art. For this game very much i mean they're, they're kind of like faded coins is what they look like yeah, to it's... me and mm-hmm. I, I mean that's kind of cool but like the imagery on the coins is pretty like meh so it's rough it's yeah it's rough a little rough see. um so to be clear what we're talking about here we're looking at the power picks rating and kind of analyzing that according to this it's saying it's a five out of ten if you've platinumed not played if you've platinumed demon souls on ps3 or platinumed another souls warden game if it's your first Soulsborne game, it will feel quite a lot harder around 7 out of 10 difficulty. That's a quote, by the way, so people don't think that's my original thought. And, um, you know, that's that's a little bit daunting. I, I don't typically platinum these type of games. Like, looking through the list, there's a few things that are going to turn me off from it right away. Number one, it's three playthroughs without saves coming, right? The most I've played through a game is Dark Souls 1. I've played through three times separately, like once on... Uh, Xbox 360 and then twice on the remastered version and mm. I didn't save scum it or anything like that and uh, I don't plan on save scumming it so the multiple playthroughs is a little bit like eh, I don't know and then th- again the big turnoffs are the all the rings all the miracles all the spells because a lot of those require you to invest in NPC quest lines that are a bit obscure and also lock you out from doing them or from doing other, other tasks in that same playthrough so, for example, one of your playthroughs you'll have to dedicate to the sorceries. Another playthrough you're going to have to dedicate to the miracles. A third playthrough you're going to have to dedicate to some other stuff. So, you, you can't really, like, get this all... You can't really, like, squeeze it into one playthrough, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to go for multiple of these things at once. It doesn't really work like that. But that being said, I'm incredibly excited to just play the game casually. I'm not going to go for the Platinum in this game, but I I do want to just play it in general, so
1: yeah i like the souls i mean yeah that's those are my thoughts (laughs) (laughs) i don't know Uh, yeah i don't know when i'll get around to it i gotta beat this freaking hell point first before i can play another souls game
0: is the i wonder because the emulation technology is getting better um (laughs) i know ps3 is like notoriously difficult to emulate it's got a weird os but um i wonder if you could find a way to play this game on pc like the original version
1: hmm and, Interesting.
0: and that might be the way to experience it. Um, if you're not going to get a PS five for a while. Right. But, um, yeah. The, the amount of time to platinum for this, I think is not actually too bad. You know, it's says uh, it 25 to 30 hours here. If you played the original around 50 hours plus, if you didn't, I would say mm-hmm. both of us, um, you, you obviously have the platinum in bloodborne, but both of us are experienced souls players at this point. I don't think it would take me that long to beat the game. So, you know, I feel confident in that and at least being able to complete it because you can't, again, set the difficulty or anything like that. But,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, the Platinum, I don't, I don't know. know. i do
1: only played the original, so I don't know. Like, it just feels like three hours is kind of short. Yeah. that feels like, I mean, I guess if you're really good and don't, like, explore or level up and you just rush through everything, which I guess you could do yeah. if you're super experienced. I mean, think about but... the
0: uh, think about your, remember how we discussed your decreasing play times in your bloodborne playthroughs right
1: yeah i guess it was about like 30 hours yeah but that that was for one playthrough like right. three places? well well
0: this is assuming that you do i'm assuming that you do the two playthroughs with saves coming
1: is, okay. is kind of what
0: yeah. is kind of how i'm reading this the good news is there's no glitch trophies which is pretty cool uh, because glitch trophies in a game like this would be absolutely infuriating um so there are a couple online trophies uh, that we should call out uh mm-hmm. so you you are gonna have uh, to play the game a little bit in the online mode i think one of them if i remember correctly is to help a another player defeat a boss so like be summoned and help that person defeat a boss let me see if i can find mm. it here um I like that. yeah help a player mm. vanquish a boss so and then vanquish mm. a player <laughs> as an invader is the other one they're both silver trophies Um, So the titles are Return to Form, which is Help a Player Vanquish a Boss, and Unwelcome Guest, which is Vanquish a Player as an Invader. Kind of funny. I mean, you know, it's the the PvP aspect of these games is never something that I've been very into. So making you do it for a trophy kind of rubs me the wrong way, but I think they did it in the right way in that it's like it's one boss and it's one encounter, assuming you're successful in your first invasion, and then you're done, you know? And you can do the rest of it as... Uh, as offline, because in in the traditional Souls games, and I'm not sure how that works with Bluepoint, but the actual developers would put in uh, messages and notes for you, in addition to the ones that can be left by players, and so, even if you're playing offline, you'll still get some of the hints and some of the direction in the environment from the developer themselves, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: yeah. I'm not a fan of those online trophies, but <laughs> it is what it is. It, but is, it is what it is when we were talking about the hours you know it's two playthroughs right and if it's 25 to 30 that's 10 to 15 hours of playthrough i mm. mean that's like that's like astro's playroom dude well yeah i'm,
0: I'm kind of looking at it more it's like, like
1: miles morales for a playthrough like if you were just casually you pick this up you were only on the trophy list this, this is a 10 hour game
0: yeah i doubt it i i'm i'm kind of looking at it more in like the 50 plus hours if you didn't play the original category so like let's just round that up and say 60 hours and let's say it's 30 hours of playthrough for two playthroughs. You know, let's
1: let the listeners let us tell us how long it took.
0: them. I think a few of our listeners do have this game and have Mm -hmm. started playing it. So I'm going to defer to them and Mm -hmm. uh, we'll have a little bit more info. I'm sure we'll discuss this game again in the future, but Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty interesting overall. I mean, I I think it is a, is a good list. You know, it's very souls like in this, you know, Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, but I think it's good overall.
1: Return to form.
0: Indeed, indeed.
1: In
0: Let's go ahead and jump to um Astro's Playroom because this mm-hmm. is a pretty interesting game. I mean, it is pre-installed on every PS5 console, which Did they do something like that on PS4? I guess they did Astro's Playroom. No, no, no. What was it? They did a- There was Playroom. something. It
1: was just called the Playroom. Just
0: called Playroom. Yeah. But it didn't have trophies, did it? i think it did what
1: yeah holy shit yeah but i think you needed the camera i'm not sure i think i looked into it at one point
0: that would make sense
1: um yeah it was like i think it was to introduce that whole uh what is vr was that come out right at at ps4's launch probably not
0: i don't think so yeah but either way i I didn't i didn't play that the playroom um Mm -hmm. and This is interesting. I mean, it's a pack-in game. It is a full game. In a lot of ways, it's a tech demo for the controller, the DualSense. And, you know, you might kind of hear that or or see that and be like, "Ah, I don't know, this game can't be very good. I've actually heard great things about this game. And it doesn't have any missable trophies. There's level select after you beat it. It's listed as a 2 out of 10 difficulty, 3 to 4 hours. And a pretty decent distribution of trophies. I mean, there's quite a few bronzes, but five golds and 13 silvers. Not bad. And, you know, a three to four hour platinum that comes pre-installed on your console. I mean, pretty good, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's... Go ahead. No, you're good. There's quite a lot of references in this game from what I've heard to, like, previous um, PlayStation titles or... previous peripherals attached to like the psp or stuff like that like it's a it's a very self-aware game of sony and playstation's history as a company so there's a lot of easter eggs and stuff like that and from what i've heard actually or i should say what i've read the help feature on ps5 which is something new they've introduced in games to kind of guide you towards missing collectibles or help you get certain trophies is actually really robust for this game so For example, if you're looking for puzzle pieces in one of the levels and you've collected three of the four and you go, hmm, I want to open the help menu and like find the last one, it knows which one you're missing and it'll play a short video for you that helps you like find it. So that's kind of cool. I mean, I, I think it's a it's good to have a tech demo like this that is also fun because it gets people excited right away.
1: Yeah. I was when I saw this on the reveal. I was like, oh, my goodness, what is this game? I can't wait to play this. Yeah. This looks so good. It's like PlayStation Mario. Yeah. And then come to find out it's this, you know, they're uh, showing off their features. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. But I would have I liked to see more. But I think the way they did and handled this is very cool. Very, very cool. I think so, too. I'm a, I'm a big fan.
0: Yeah. And the, the trophy titles are pretty cool as well. Uh, for example, there's one that says "charted" with an exclamation point, and it says "got Ooh. all the artifacts in the GPU jungle." But I mean, that's clearly a reference <laughs> to Uncharted, right? That's funny. And just uh metal. Yeah, ex- I mean, exactly. Like it's you know, the found legacy is a reference to the lost legacy again, an Uncharted thing there. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I it's it's pretty cool, and uh, I know I'm just listing Uncharted references, but there's the last guy <laughs> in like in reference to the Last of Us. Um, you know, I just. I think it's pretty cool. I've also seen like brief snapshots of this that are uh little references to like resident evil in this game and stuff like that. So I think overall is like a product that is a good uh, memorial or sort of like reference to Sony's history. It's great. And again, the pack in is like, how can you say no to essentially a free platinum trophy when you get into this new ecosystem? It's Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I do like the, I like the art as well. It's like, and all the GPU CPU talk going on, <laughs> I see? all the naming conventions. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, but
1: and that's what the the trophies are like little chips or whatever they're called. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they have all the little pins hanging off of them, and they're colored. You know, the bronze have uh, bronze pins hanging out, and the silvers silver, and golds have the gold pins hanging out. It's re- and it's it's so the art's small, and it looks really detailed, but it's at least colorful, unlike the Demon Souls one. Yeah, so it really just pops.
0: Yeah, it's true. I really, compared to the Demon Souls artwork, I mean, this is, like, yeah, it's really good. This uh, is
1: honestly my favorite game of the whole PS5 lineup.
0: Of the launch lineup? I think you're yeah, not sure. you're not going to be alone in that. I think as more time goes on, people will realize that this game is, is, uh, is pretty solid. And I've kind of, like, heard little tidbits that would suggest as much, and uh, one of the biggest compliments that I think people can give it is that it looks like a Nintendo game, because as far as, like, platformers and you know, collectathon stuff like Nintendo is kind of the king of that, in my opinion. And so, mm-hmm. comparing it to that, you know, like you did, just from the the bit that you've seen, is is pretty good.
1: No. So, mm-hmm. And um, they DLC'd the speedrun trophy. It's not for the platinum.
0: It's not for the platinum. Yep. So. Yep. D- what is that? A bronze or a sil- what is what is that one actually? Gold. It's a gold. Okay.
1: Run Astro, run.
0: Interesting. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. wait, did I read this correctly And that you have to finish it in seven minutes?
1: Seven minutes. What? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. All eight speedrun levels, though. This does not mean the main levels. Okay. They unlock automatically over the course of the game and can be started from the CPU Plaza Hub. Interesting. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay.
0: A little practice won't be a problem at all. Well, I like, though, that they kind of separated that off, like you said, into the DLC, so you don't need that to get the Platinum, necessarily. So... so
1: It's a little weak, but, you know, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, I mean, what I like about this is that the fact that it's a pack-in game, when I turn on my PS5 for the first time, we've talked about this in the Discord a bit, but I really want to be more judicious about not only the games that I buy, but the Platinums that I go for on the PS5, because I was doing pretty good on the PS4 for a little bit, but, like, a lot of my games are at weird percentages now and stuff like that, and it's like, really don't want to buy a game on PS5 unless I'm going to really go for it and really get the Platinum. And mm. this game starts you off on the right foot because right away you're like, here's something fun, short, and simple that teaches me about the controller and is a solid game in its own right. And it's a platinum that I can get right away. Like the first afternoon I play the PS5, you can get this platinum, you know? Mm-hmm. So I do want to
1: say, like, I like your attitude with the way you hunt, it's very uh, admirable. I look up to you.
0: I what wish you mean? I could
1: do that. And uh, not caring about your list so much.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, thank you. You got to
1: you you gotta, you gotta keep with it or else I'll be like totally demotivated to not care about a trophy list.
0: Yeah, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of fluctuate because as some, I mean, we do a podcast on trophies, so I feel obligated to get platinums and stuff. But I'm also, I think, and we've talked about this before, that ultimately you should be having fun, right? It shouldn't mm-hmm. feel like a chore. If you're over a game, if you don't want to go for the trophies, then don't go for them. Right, don't like mm. grind out thirty hours on some list to get something that you don't even really have fun doing because life is short and there's a lot of other stuff to play. So mm. I kind of have shifted my thinking on this a bit, and I sort of view the platinums in games as like games that I love. It's it's like um, if you know Chris Reagan, like I said this as well. Like it's like the biggest compliment you can give to a game is giving it the platinum trophy, right? Like you love it, mm-hmm. and uh, that's how I used to do achievement hunting back on the 360. If I was like really fucking into a game and just liked playing it, then I would get the achievements naturally. And then, and then that hundred percent would come around. Assassin's Creed Mm -hmm. two Dante's Inferno, Halo three ODST, stuff like that. So I kind of want to adopt that approach more with my backlog on PS4, especially, but moving into PS5, you know, I think it's a good idea for all of us to sort of like think about our purchases a bit more carefully so that we don't just have this massive and endless backlog of games that we're never going to get to, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Very well said. Very well said.
0: Speaking of backlogs, I did end up purchasing uh, the next game we're going to talk about on the PS4, Mm -hmm. which is Spider-Man Miles Morales. So this is kind of the middle ground, I think, between the the two games. I mean, as middle as it can get, considering we have three fucking games we're talking about here. But it's it's a two out of ten difficulty. Uh, ten to twenty hours to complete. Um, in in a sort of weird, changing turn of events here, unlike the original Spider-Man, it does require two playthroughs. What do you think about this game?
1: Um, <laughs> I know you know some of my thoughts. Not a huge not a huge fan but i think it's definitely you know it looks like a cool spider-man game Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: which is fun but um yeah and you only i think it's like is it two no it's like one and a half gotta get a little bit extra levels on the new game plus
0: yeah i I think it's like
1: one and a half who knows but yeah you definitely have to do more than one which is kind of good i guess because if this game's that short then you know
0: yeah I mean, it's saying it's a three-hour story, which, what? man, that is pretty fucking short. You know, like, I paid $50 for this game. This game was still $50 mm-hmm. on PlayStation 4. Now, granted, the, the one thing I will say is that it does, the digital version I purchased does entitle me to the free upgrade to the PS5 version when I get the console. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, $50 for a three-hour story, mm-hmm. I don't know about I'm that. Sure-
1: I'm sure a lot of it, you know, because the Platinum's 10 to 20 hours, I bet, I don't know how Spider-Man worked, but uh, from playing the older Mm Spider-Mans, my guess is that the the stuff around the map is, like, story-based, kind of, or at least, like, lore-based, and you meet different Mm. kind of mini-bosses, maybe? Yeah, kind of. Or, you know, like, you beat up the different crews and you clear them out, or whatever, but
0: yeah so it's that's the story
1: missions may only take three hours yeah I'm sure mm -hmm. the first playthrough will take 10 hours yeah i would agree that sounds like a lot of grind sounds like a lot of (laughs) flying through the city collecting pigeons
0: yeah well hopefully there's no fucking repeat of that mission but i mean i know it's similar in that like some collectibles don't unlock until like the game progresses to certain points or uh, even reading here, the postcards in the game, which are collectible don't mm-hmm. unlock until after you've beaten the story. So you have to find them in free roam, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: The The nice thing is you don't have to stress about fully upgrading your skills in one playthrough because you know, you're going to go into new game plus and do a second playthrough. Um, mm-hmm. Now I don't agree with having a bronze trophy tied to new game plus as a requirement. Um, the original spider-man on ps4 broke that out as a separate dlc list for the new game plus trophy seems Mm -hmm. much more reasonable to me but at the same time that game was probably two to three times as long from a a story mission perspective so i guess i i get it um Mm -hmm. but if it's anything like the first game and i haven't started this yet even though it's downloaded onto my console it's going to be so fun to play that i'll probably get the platinum within a weekend or something you know yeah so I'm I'm really looking forward to playing this game, even if I am playing it on the PS4 version and not the super high, you know, lo- or sorry, super quick load time, I should say, uh, on the PS5. Mm-hmm. But either way, it should be fun.
1: Yeah, I saw some cool videos of those load times. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know how legit it was. It seemed kind of like a weird video. But he basically, like, jumped out of a window and was, like, in the city again versus, like going through a load screen yeah but that seemed like so so far off from each other that I don't know how like they're two totally different games um, on you know what I mean like you can't grapple out of a building in one game you know oh
0: I see, you know I, what see. I'm I, do, I do get what you're saying yeah I mean the, the biggest Are thing they that I differently the biggest thing that I've seen and noticed is with relation to the fast travel. So mm. on PS4, Spider-Man, you would want to fast travel across the city. First of mm-hmm. all, why? why Just swing there, because it's <laughs> way more fun to do anyway. But if you wanted to fast travel, you would go into this little mini cutscene where you'd be riding the subway in your Spidey suit, and it was kind of funny, and it would take like you know 10 seconds, 15 seconds maybe, and you would mm-hmm. be on the other side of the city. In the PS5 version, it's like a second and a half. So that cutscene mm. is almost irrelevant some extent right? okay that's so, good. so that, i trust that more yeah so that's kind of like the main difference i've seen i don't think it will function in the in the way that you're saying where it's like w- once you're in the world once the map is loaded for you you can swing mm-hmm. anywhere and you're not going to hit a loading screen right. right right in both versions like in in the ps4 spider-man you can swing from end to end of the city which like obviously you should do <laughs> mm-hmm. so um yeah, I, I just think the the like in the hand feel of these games, if this is anything like the original one for the PS4, it's like it's really unrivaled in some ways. Like it just feels so fun to swing around the city and as you unlock and get more familiar with the controls, you really don't have to ever stop and you can really get yourself out of any sort of weird angle or situation where it's like, "Oh, I'm going to hit this" you know, ladder on the side of the building. Just kidding. I'm going to use it to boost and do like a a fucking flip while like Mm -hmm. going towards another area. And all the animations are really fluid and different. And so this is one of those games to me where I was like, even if I'm not playing it on PS5, the PS4 version is going to be amazing still. And uh, yeah, it's really just like, you know, beat the game and then go for the 100% on the map afterwards. Typical open world game get all your skills, clear the map off. The only thing that's combat related that I saw was to perform a hundred X combo. Um, so obviously Mm. every punch or kick you land on an enemy, uh, counts as a into, into that counter, I should say. And if you get hit, it resets to zero. So, Mm. you know, that could be a problem for some people. If the combat isn't really your, like cup of tea, Mm -hmm. but you can just change the difficulty to easy in free roam and, get it and to be honest like i'm gonna play this game on normal like there's i'm not there's no incentive as far as trophies are concerned to play this on a higher difficulty and the whole idea of playing as a superhero is to feel like a superhero and i'm not gonna feel like a superhero if i'm getting my ass kicked by a common thug on on ultimate Mm. spider-man difficulty right yeah it's just like it doesn't
1: spider-man talk that's great
0: right right
1: there is a there is a perform 100 stealth takedowns as well but
0: oh you're right you're that's right.
1: not quite the same as uh, a combo.
0: And that's really where the difference comes in in this game, is that Miles's skills are different than Peter Parker's. So he has more, like, electrical-based attacks, and he can become invisible, so the stealth is a different component in this game than it was in the first game. And I do mm-hmm. like that, that they're kind of different combat styles. But overall, like, if you've played Spider-Man, I think you can play this game and have no issues whatsoever and quite a few people platinum spider-man on ps4 it's like probably one of the most common first party platinums that there is so mm-hmm. i i think this one is going to be incredibly common as well especially given that it's a launch title and that it's only 10 to 20 hours to get so
1: yeah you get much middle like you said it's about as middle as we can get but we didn't get much middle ground in the overall scheme of things yeah like you got astros playroom and Mm spider-man which the first spider-man like you said was super popular platinum because it's it's easy short and you know sweet but and same with astros even shorter but and then you got demon souls yeah like (laughs) three playthroughs seven out of (laughs) ten there's no like there's no like you know probably basically because they don't have a shooter uh franchise that would have been a perfect like yeah i mean it's moderate moderate list what we're what sure. we're not
0: discussing and what i'm purposefully not discussing is the godfall trophy list and mm-hmm. the Sackboy boy big adventure trophy list maybe we can approach those at a different time um and i sorry also bug snacks um but there's a few games that are sort of like on this like cusp of like do i consider them next gen or do i consider them you know ps4 titles and mm-hmm. The marketing for Miles Morales was such that they really wanted you to think it was a next-gen game, so that's why I'm talking about it here. Um, but like things like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, right? like Yakuza 6, Like a Dragon, you could consider these launch games in a way. The PS5 versions are out, and you could get them at launch of the console. But I think we'll leave those for a different time um, and a different discussion. So of the three... Yeah, they're so- also- yeah, go ahead.
1: They're also not exclusives.
0: Exactly, so. exactly. Um, Godfall is an exclusive, but I just don't think enough has really been figured out about this game yet. Like, Godfall
1: is not an exclusive.
0: Is it not? Oh, I thought it was. No. Oh, okay. You're right. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get on my PC. <laughs> yeah, Bug Snacks is though, right? Bug Snacks is an exclusive. I think Bug Snacks might be. Yeah. Hmm we'll talk about that game at a a, a later date, but I felt like these three were a pretty good representation of like, if I was getting the console today, this is what I'd be playing. Um, maybe also including Valhalla, but again, not an exclusive and also something I have a few friends. It's it's not exclusive. No. Oh shit. All right. See, look, we did it correctly without even realizing we did it correctly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Woo! look at us. Yup. Um, all right, very good. Well, uh-huh. I think that's about all I have to say for those three games. Do you have anything you want to add before we get into what we've been playing?
1: Yeah, I wanted to clear up the Playroom trophy. There is, <laughs> sure. So there is uh, the Playroom trophy uh, list, which is 1 out of 10, 30 minutes. Okay. There is no Platinum. But there was also a Playroom VR. So there was two of them. Mm. And the VR probably came with, you know, the VR
0: wow i'm pretty sure wow what the fuck dude
1: so i think everyone has the playroom one i know i have that uh game yeah it's in my psbs folder (laughs)
0: dude that's so funny that's literally what i was about to say is i have made a folder that i have named useless shit and in that (laughs) useless shit folder is that game i'm sure um, because mm. I'm weird and I like to have my home screen be as minimal as possible, and mm-hmm. so like basically I have like two folders for games. One of them I've deemed Game Night, which is like multiplayer games or games that we play with listeners, and then I have like single player or trophy hunting games, and that's like the stuff I play on my own. So
1: yep, I pretty much do the same thing.
0: Yeah, I I like that. I mean, such a cool idea. I haven't. I just started playing Xbox One again, so I'm not sure about all the functionality of that like ui but i really like mm-hmm. the idea of being able to make folders and kind of organize your games in ways that make sense to you i think that's an awesome mm-hmm. feature so yeah it is um yeah and
1: the, f- the camera is needed for the playroom trophies okay
0: just... so that's probably why i didn't do it i'm, I'm sure i probably mm-hmm. like opened it up at some point but
1: mm-hmm.
0: hmm. okay very good well
1: i, just, I wanted to clear that up
0: No, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you cleared it up. Um, If anyone has any thoughts on Spider Man Miles Morales, I know a few people have played it. Pretty sure one or two of our listeners have already platinumed that game, actually. Um, Astro's Playroom or um, on Demon's Souls Remake, you know, leave us a comment, whether it's on iTunes or on SoundCloud. Let us know or come into the Discord and chat it up. And, uh, you know, we'll be curious to hear what you guys think about that. But I think with that, we will move on to what we have been playing. And uh, Eli, I will let you go first. What have you been jamming out oh.
1: on? Oh, okay. I went first uh, last time.
0: I went first <laughs> last time. So
1: how oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hellpoint. Still playing Hellpoint. That's right.
0: That's right. Okay. And have you been uh, having as I much did... fun with it as you were initially?
1: I, yeah, I finally made some progress again, and like got into got into it a little bit again, where I was kind of getting down on it, and I took that little break, but uh i didn't need to get the trophies or i didn't need to do what i was going to do for the trophies i was gonna go talk to the cosmic gods in the underworld to get their quest and do their quest and finish it and then go kill them uh yeah duh duh. uh, Duh. (laughs) Duh. you you
0: say that like it's so funny to hear some of the terminology because it's like what (laughs) (laughs) so easy anyway
1: but uh yeah i was like you know what i'm just gonna go kill them so i killed them and got their silver trophies and um because it's getting more and more complicated as I go. Sure. So, um, and then I got to another area, the last area I haven't played through yet. And it is out in space. And I needed my spacesuit. And I do not have enough stats in load to wear the full suit and actually walk.
0: What a guy. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: So, time to hit the gym. It's leg day. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so I did... I think I I grinded a couple of those out and have a little more load. So, uh, yeah, I got one more level uh, to do with two bosses in there. One, like, secret boss for the four Archon Knights, and then one last... I don't know, it's not a mini-boss, but it's not a cosmic god. So, you know.
0: Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not an Eldritch <laughs> or but it's not a common thug either i get what you're saying
1: yeah yeah Yeah. there you go yep uh and then it's all this freaking coins man Mm. and i'm pretty sure i had there was a coin i saw it and i was like there's all these enemies on a sketchy little like uh balcony type deal and i was like i'm not i'm not risking it dude so i moved this tram and it knocked all the enemies off which was really cool there was like a button to press and it just moved this tram plowed through all the enemies. I was like, Oh cool. And then I jumped over to the balcony and the tram was over top of the coin. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll go back and, uh, move the tram again. And I went to go click the button to move it. And it seemed to only move it the one way. So I'm a bit lost there. I'm Mm. not sure what to do. I'm going to keep going through and just get all the coins I can and see where I end up. And there's also these NPCs are getting super complicated. Um, It does seem like the endings can kind of all be bundled up into one. Most of them. Okay. I think there's like five endings, but four of them can kind of be bundled into one where I think it's like you get the original one ending or there's. um, So I guess I should explain a little further. You collect data. Okay. And. which is kind of like discovering what's really going on here. It's kind of what it seems like. Okay. And then you can either hand over that data or not. And so one ending is handing over the data. And then the other four are for not. And uh, based on the NPCs you do and a couple other decisions, then you get uh, the a differing ending. But I think they kind of stack. Whereas, hmm. like you do the two, you do the two NPCs, then it, you know, it just adds a boss at the end.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I think I think I can get a bunch of them all at once.
0: Oh well, that's kind of good. You can, you know, couple birds, one stone, as they say.
1: Yeah, and I think you, I think you carry over your data into New Game Plus, which people find weird. I'm gonna probably back up a save just in case, uh, because. That seems so weird that why you would keep that. But I don't know the full extent of the lore, so I'm not one to speak on that. Sure. Because it could possibly make sense.
0: Yeah, we're not lore experts here. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm. Alright? No, everyone just, just calm down. Experts. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other problem I run into now is one of these quest lines to get the, the good ending, as they'd call it, is I have to go follow this guy on like a stupid escort mission. Like, like you couldn't have made <laughs> this list any worse. You got to put a you put an escort mission in the game too. Thanks, mm. thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But if he dies, you can't get his ending. And then also you can kill him. And I think you need his credentials to get into a place to get one of these coins. <gasps> that's a bummer. I'm like, oh my! Now it's like, all right. I finally like felt comfortable with the endings. Like, cool. I'll be able to. I'll be able to uh, stack these endings up and and get it done in a reasonable amount of time and now i'm running into this npc problem so i'm trying to figure out if there's a way
0: that's the dark souls that. problem man i'm telling you mm-hmm. you're gonna run into that when you eventually go for one of the other souls platinums or demon souls so
1: yeah i think i'm gonna i think i can get it to work if i run around and get all if i get 65 coins right and then manipulate it or whatever and save scum somehow you know save it there then go do his quest, get the sixty-six coin, pop that trophy, right. then go load my other file back and complete the game. I might be able to get away with it, but yeah, it's a little more work than I I, I wanted. I would rather deal with harder bosses than have to like you know research lore and endings and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So that's where I'm at with Hellpoint.
0: Well it's it's, still fun. Yeah, it sounds fun. I mean, it's interest it's an interesting game. I like hearing you talk about it because it doesn't sound similar to a lot of things I've played before. Like in some ways, right? So
1: that's cool. I would definitely recommend it. And if you're like not super into trophies, I would totally recommend it to play it and experience it because it's it's pretty good. It's interesting, you know. Not all souls have platforming in it. So (laughs) um yeah. There's definitely quirks with it, for sure. Yeah. The armor seems a bit weird, and they I feel like they put a little bit too much, too many little gimmicky things in there. Hitboxes aren't great. Ah. Uh, jump animation isn't great either. Ugh, but God. Just the overall experience. It's a really nice world to be in sure. and explore, and it does feel very creepy and, uh, you know, like you could lose everything the second you turn the next corner. You don't know what enemies around the corner. So hmm. it's it's uh, exhilarating.
0: Yeah, it sounds pretty cool mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, I don't think I'll ever get around to playing it, but not because it doesn't sound interesting, but just because I'm already crippled by my back- <laughs> my backlog <laughs> as it is, That hmm. I do not need to add anything else to that. My Basically, my gaming time for the next, month and a half or so and luckily we have a couple long weekends and some breaks coming up that will allow me to play more than normal uh Mm -hmm. all that time is spoken for right i've already kind of been like okay i'm gonna play this this weekend this this weekend and like this you know following that or whatever it is so Mm um yeah wow okay very good so uh hellpoint you've been playing anything else i know we played a little bit of rocket league together oh
1: yeah baby rocket league are you close to that that
0: plat or what what do you need for that
1: I'm aiming for the RLCS, baby.
0: The what? The fuck is that? A <laughs> Rocket League Rocket championship League series? Champions. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's, it's fun. I love it. Yeah, it's I'm, a really I'm, good I'm, game. I'm going to stay on my PlayStation for sure. One for my son and two for me.
0: Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I've deleted blast. Fall Guys already. I'm just going to tell everyone right now. Mm. Um, I've deleted Fall Guys. Now that like it's a huge install if we want to end up playing it again. But I've kept Rogue Company and I've kept Rocket League on there. because I think both of those they're good games they're fun um i will likely continue to play them um so yeah
1: rogue company will leave when i'm done i'm getting sick of it
0: oh i'm, I si- burn- I'm yeah i, I mean burnout. i'm i'm sick of it but it's it's a good game you know it's it's one of those games where it's like i wish that i was like 16 or 17 right now because mm-hmm. i would try to competitively play rogue company but yeah. i don't have time to like get into the rank system right now in that game and so as a result Which is out. yes it is out i haven't played ranked yo that yet though excuse me yeah me neither i think you it's have to be demo. level 30 right mm-hmm.
1: to
0: play it um, yeah i believe so and i'm i'm a pretty big fan of that actually because they, they do a similar system in league where you have to be level 30 to play ranked, and it just helps mm. ensure that people who are trying and who are taking it pretty seriously aren't getting the person who's like let me try the ranked playlist just for fucking fun <laughs> And, and they just get destroyed and it's not, you know, they don't have an understanding of the game or the maps or the way that the spawns work. So it, it's a right. good idea to gate it behind that level 30 um, sort of mm-hmm. like thing there. But yeah,
1: it also ensures that it's not uh, cheesed. Your level is not cheesed in any way. Exactly. Much. Exactly. Like, yeah.
0: Well, you can't make a, what we call in league, a, a Smurf account, right? So your Mm. your smurf account is basically like Mm -hmm. i got hard stuck with my mmr and i'm not ranking up and i'm I'm basically it's too hard to rank up now i need too many wins in a row to do any progression so i'm going to start a new account and it's going to be fresh and so when my wins there are going to count more towards my overall ranking but -hmm. again you still need to hit level 30 with that fresh account so there's actually this weird sort of like black market thing that exists where you can buy level 30 accounts with no ranked experience in league so yeah and i yeah and i actually have two accounts on league um as well and one of them i use to practice new champions in a setting that won't like affect my rank basically
1: and i was wondering how that went down
0: yeah and i also Mm -hmm. use that other account to just play like for fun game modes like one that i don't really care about my win loss record on that account right Mm. and then i have one account that's like i really try on this like one playlist which is called aram and my name in League is actually a rammer, So, like, I'm, like, mm. real serious about it. I have, like, over 2,000 games played um, with, like, a 60-something percent win record, so that's pretty good. Um, but, yeah, anyway, I, I do like how they deal with that in Rogue Company. And uh, in, mm. in Rocket League, I, I think it's a great game. It's frustrating as fuck if you're playing by yourself, in my opinion. Um, mm. But that's because I don't play ones. I'm sure if I played one-on-ones, you know, it might be a fun
1: Go 1v1 me, dude.
0: Right. It might be a, <laughs> a good middle ground. I'm, I think, in the same situation as you for the base list, in that I just need the 150 items popped. Is that what you're looking mm-hmm. for? Yeah. Yep. And I'm rank 62 on my rocket pass out of a total of 90. And I don't, I think there's probably like 15 or 16 days left on that now. I actually haven't yeah, played they've... in like a week, so I don't know.
1: They've rolled out the warning already <laughs> that it's going to end. Yeah. Yeah. So I I might buy the next one.
0: Well, if I need, if I need the trophies, I'm going to buy the next one. I I was really Mm -hmm. hoping that I would be able to finish it Mm -hmm. this go around, I think coming into the Thanksgiving weekend, which is a four day weekend. Um, I will, that's going to be the end of the season around there. So I'm going to really try to do it because the math works out in such a way that if you bought the rocket pass and you do the weekly challenges and you fully upgrade your rocket pass, you can get the 150 item trophy in one season mm-hmm. if you didn't buy the rocket pass it's not possible unless you utilize trading or something like that but um, mm. both of us are doing it legit and so mm-hmm. th- and I'm happy to do that I'm happy to support the game with the rocket pass um, mm-hmm. so you know but I-, I I think I'm close I'm pretty sure I'm over a hundred but not quite to 150 like, just based on the, my tabulation of how much stuff I've unlocked already, I'm like, I gotta be pretty close to this. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, I haven't been paying attention too much, but it must only count certain things, so.
0: Well, I don't think it counts the blueprints that you get, mm-hmm. and I'm actually not even sure if it counts your, like, borders for your profile, like, for your name. Right. I'm not sure on some of that stuff, so I agree. But but there was a YouTube video I watched that kind of detailed mm. how to get the trophy once the game became free-to-play and, like, this, the whole system changed. And, and basically, they were like, I've done the math. If you get the Rocket Pass and you fully upgrade the Rocket Pass, you will get the trophy.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's All just right a then. matter of playing enough at this point and doing the season challenges to help. Okay. Yeah.
1: Nice. So. Yeah, I did. Yeah, on Rocket League, I got that aerial gold trophy.
0: Oh, did you? Nice.
1: But I don't really know how. Interesting. <clears throat> I must have had an aerial hit and it bounced in somehow. Huh. Uh, but there is another aerial aerial gold trophy that you have to get on the Aquarium map. So I will be able to redeem myself. Like I feel like I, I feel like I I earned it legit because I didn't go into a bot match and boost it. But I still don't like. I didn't do a sweet air dribble or anything. Yeah. You know, so I really want to earn that one because you know, that'll make me feel like a pro, you know?
0: Sure. Yeah. I'm not caring about the DLC lists for rocket league. Um, Mm -hmm. If they happen, they happen. I really Mm -hmm. like, I want to get the platinum and I'm focusing on the main list, but like we said, I'm going to keep this game on my console. So I'm sure over time I will continue to get some additional trophies in that. And I know, uh, Daryl, Tall Samoan guy, is going to come to this game after he finishes his wind grinds in Rogue Company, and mm-hmm. so there'll be another person who's going to be playing, and it's a you know we can continue to uh, to try to earn stuff in that way when we play with him. So yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, my other group of friends who play PS4, who I've been playing Diablo with, and um, you know the Blackout Club and stuff like that, they really hate Rocket. So I'm not going to get any help or support from them in terms of the trophy list. Yeah. Mm. It's a very difficult game, right? Like I had, I, I like took my PS4 out into the living room a couple weeks ago. I know it's COVID time and you're not supposed to have people from outside of your household over, but I had one friend over and we had a beer and we were sitting down and we were going to play some games and I was like, let's try rocket league. And he's like, this game is really fucking hard. And I was like, huh? I mean, I guess it is mm. like, I thinking about it, like this is a person who casually plays games from time to time. Right. Mm. And so okay. it is like to do basic things in rocket league, like, yeah, move your car around or like hit the ball. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. But when you get into like the going aerial, going up for balls, mm-hmm. like doing the different boosts in the right way and the mm-hmm. rotations of your car to hit the ball in certain ways, you know, My friend was like i'm feeling good if i can even just hit the ball right now he's like i have no fucking clue what's going on and i was like that makes sense because this game is actually pretty difficult so
1: yeah it's definitely not as easy as it looks my five-year-old son plays it though he's right he won the he won the season all 11 games oh wait maybe it was 10 to 1 but well whatever yeah (laughs) i think they have a good i think they have a good structure to their uh ranking as well yeah you know, I think the ranked games are more where it's at. So you line up with, um, you know, people your skill level. Uh, I agree. It can be bullshit, though, when you get poopy teammates. And I know that's everybody's excuse uh, when they when they suck it up, when they suck and lose. In any uh, game
0: ever they had ranked, the blame on the teammates is off the charts. It's, <laughs> it's, it's always yeah. off the charts. And what you have yeah. to remember is that teammate got ranked the same as you. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have to tell myself this sometimes too, because I'm, I'm just as quick to be like, this fucking guy doesn't know what he's doing. And sometimes it's true, right? They could have just finished mm-hmm. their placement games and they got placed too high and they don't know what the hell they're doing. But most of or the time they... you need to ask yourself, how can I play better around this teammate, right? right? They're not good at defending. Well, then you need to play goalie, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you got to adjust your play style to fit your teammates. And that's how you succeed in ranked online games. You can't yep. be selfish.
1: And adapt. Yeah, it's like one of the most important things you can do in like online games in life that's, in general. You have to. Adapt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it really throws people for a loop. You know, we were doing it last night with Rogue company where we were kept going through the same hallway. I was like, dude, we let's not do that. <laughs> They're not going to move. Exactly. You know, if it's working.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's so. funny with first person shooters in particular, because, you know, I have a background in competitive Halo when you mm-hmm. watch someone casually play a shooter, it's fucking hilarious because they're not thinking about like where the enemy died last and thus where they're spawning or like what angles are being covered by their teammates or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And they're just like running down a hallway and they keep dying over and over again. And what do they do? They respawn and they run down the same hallway and you go, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? Why are you going that way? They're like, I don't know. Cause I feel like it. That's like the inside joke between me and my old halo duos partner for ranks. It was like, you know, like, why are you going over there? Because I feel like it, you know, it's such a stupid <laughs> answer. You need to have a reason for why you're looking somewhere and why you're going somewhere always in rank. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the thing. Like, no movement should be wasted. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a totally different mentality when you get into the the Rocket League rank system, the, the Rogue Company rank system versus casuals. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think it's pretty fun. If you're a competitive person in general i would suggest that you maybe take the plunge and just try out ranked and see what you think of it because like we're saying the matchmaking system in some of these games is really going to benefit you if you go into ranked versus casual Mm -hmm. it's not going to prioritize finding the quickest match it's going to prioritize finding the closest skilled match and so your games are going to be more fun
1: definitely do it in rocket league
0: yeah oh my
1: god don't they, I mean, Rogue Company, yes. If you are that slightly competitive person, I would say go for it. But Rocket League, is like no shame in being a bronze one. Like, it, that's where you're going to have the most fun.
0: Yeah. For sure. It's about having like, fun.
1: Right. So I would definitely suggest just doing that.
0: Yeah. And I'm hovering in about like a gold two or three in all my playlists. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I'm cool with that that's that sounds great <laughs> like mm-hmm. like you know i have no problem with that so um yeah
1: there's some of that is weird because i've had some good games i think you and me are in the same situation where we got good teams on our snow day playlist and we're we're in like platinum yeah and it's like <laughs> what I'm like golden everything else i don't deserve this no like, i, I, I actually I
0: like i got platinum in my 3v3 ranked too um oh, nice. just due to teammates and i've actually no joke <laughs> I've not played since I got the ranking because I don't want to lose platinum. You don't in want that. to lose it. Yeah, and I know That's I shouldn't funny. be platinum. in In normals or like the traditional game mode in Rocket League is probably my worst game mode. Um, the hockey one I feel pretty good about. Um, and actually, playing with you the other week, uh, drop shot was really fun. I really like that, that game mode. You. Yeah, um, it it's... just like makes you think about the game in a different way. And there's cool trophies associated with that specific game type. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah um what else have you been playing
0: well yeah so other than rocket league um really quickly i'm going to touch on i'm still playing diablo 3 and the reason i'm going to touch on this is because i actually somehow got a trophy for a dlc that i don't own so both of my friends that i'm playing with are playing on the eternal collection and i'm playing on Mm -hmm. the reaper of souls edition and Mm -hmm. my most recent playthrough i'm as the wizard uh one of my friends is a demon hunter and one of my friends is playing as the necromancer which comes included in the eternal collection but there's a separate dlc list for the necromancer because you can buy Mm -hmm. it as an add-on right and Mm -hmm. we're up to the final act now act five i'm level 66 i think out of 70 with that character and i got a trophy from the necromancer dlc because my team my friend was playing as the necromancer and so Mm. it's this weird situation where it's like huh actually popped something i definitely should not have done and he's gotten other trophies from that dlc list since we've been playing together and they didn't pop for me so i don't really know why this particular one did Hmm. but it was an interesting thing to get and it was a bronze trophy and whatever i'll take it the only other bronze for um it was for well now you're asking me you're putting me on the spot and i have to pull it up um i did get the other the other only other trophy i've earned in this playthrough since most of that game i'd already completed from a trophy perspective was to get mm-hmm. a call out for a destruction of fifteen, uh, or fifty, sorry, barrels or like pieces of something or more, right? So that when you break things in the game, it gives you a speed boost, and you have to break fifty things within a certain amount of time, and that's a bronze trophy. So I got that. The one that nice. that popped for me, and it's actually my rarest trophy earned now, is to kill a <laughs> thousand undead enemies with corpses. From the from the Rise of the Necromancer DLC, I don't know how it happened, but. Uh, it does mean that I could potentially get the platinum in the base game and have a higher completion percentage than most people who don't own the DLC. So
1: there you go, it's
0: a little bit enticing. Um, but mm-hmm. really, the bulk of what I've been playing, I, I've you know, Rocket League, right? A little bit of Rogue Company, slowly grinding towards the platinums in those games. <clears throat> and I haven't been playing Contra Collection as much. I fell off on that. I haven't deleted mm-hmm. it from my console yet, so I am hopeful that I will still return to it at some point. But Um, I actually got Crash 4, it's about time, from Stephanie for my birthday, along with with Final Fantasy 7 Remake. And I told you earlier in the show I bought Miles Morales, and I decided, you know, I'm going to play Crash, and I'm just going to play it to beat it and have fun, because I love the Mm -hmm. Insane Trilogy. And then I'll get into platinuming Miles Morales, which I know I will do, and hopefully platinuming Final Fantasy 7 Remake towards the end of the year to cap off 2020. Um, But I'm really fucking loving Crash 4. It's a really awesome game, and it's up there already with one of my, you know, it's in my top three for my game of the year thus far. Now, the trophies are insane, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is probably the hardest game from just a skill requirement I've ever seen. And let me give you a little bit of context here. On PSN Profiles, this game has a 9 out of 10 difficulty, which I've seen... Very few times. And most mm-hmm. of the time when I see it, it's because it's an MMORPG, like Elder Scrolls Online, or like Final Fantasy 14, and it just requires like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours to get the trophies.
1: Or a sports game.
0: Yeah. Or a sports game. This is a 9 out of 10, four playthroughs, 100-hour platinum. It is no fucking oh, joke. It is no joke. So the two trophies that are going to hold most people up are the perfectionist trophy, which is to earn all the insanely perfect relics, and then there's a trophy to earn all of the platinum time relics. So basically, you need to speed run every single level, and then for the insanely perfect relic, you need to beat every single level while breaking all the boxes in that level without dying for all 38 levels. So you have, let's say, you load up the first level of the game and there's 144 boxes in that level some of them are hidden some of them are not you have to break all 144 boxes within one life or it like it negates your run if you die or if you miss a box you got to do it all over again and you got to do that for all 38 levels so this game is i mean it's really fucking hard i, I cannot i cannot overstate like how difficult this game is um but I think overall, like, I've I've really, really enjoyed it, and um, I would just recommend it to anyone who's a Crash fan, like, from a casual perspective. The game mm-hmm. is super, super fun, and the platforming feels good. There's some good quality of life changes to the, the platforming where in the older Insane Trilogy, you would jump, and you'd be like, I think I'm going to land on this box, but like, oh, the hitbox is weird, and I didn't. So a simple fix is, like, they added a small circle to the bottom of your box, and they would just, mm. it would like, so you knew exactly where you were going to land. And it was like, okay, well, this is pretty cool. I can like just gauge it a lot easier, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's pretty solid. So yeah, the the platforming change was like the shadows underneath you when you jump and stuff like that. Like overall, it just feels smoother and better to play this go around than the Insane Trilogy did. And I think the Insane Trilogy compared to the original games was pretty big in terms of like it's leaps forward for accessibility as well. So I, yeah, it's from a casual perspective, like go play this game. Um, I don't know if you want to pay $60 for it, if you're not a platforming kind of person, but if it's on sale at some point, which inevitably it will be, I would really recommend it. Um, the only negative I can say about the game is that it does have pretty decent load times for the levels. So If you make a mistake and you miss a box or you miss a crate, I Mm -hmm. should say, or something like that, and you have to reload to the beginning of the level, it's about a 30-second wait sometimes. So, that can be a little bit annoying, but otherwise, it's been really, really fun, and I'm sitting at about a 31% completion right now. So, just casually playing through it, you know, it's going pretty well. Um, And, like, the two trophies I listed earlier that are going to hold most people back, those are both silvers, so... The nice thing is that, like, in theory, you could get over 80% completion with this game without getting the plat and only missing the, you know, the couple silver trophies. And you can feel pretty good about that from a completion percentage perspective. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of been it. You know, I'm hoping to continue to play this game for the next couple weeks. Um, I'm liking it more and more the more I play it, and I'm tempted to go for the platinum the more I play it. So we will see how that goes. Like I said, I'm also planning on tackling Miles Morales and FF7 Remake this year, so I don't want to spend too much time on this game necessarily, but this might be one where it's like, I beat and do everything except for those couple trophies, and then I slowly chip away at them and leave the game on my console, or something like that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of what I've been uh, jamming out on thus far. I'll have some more in the next couple weeks on this game and uh, potentially Miles Morales as well. Like we said, we have thanksgiving uh long weekend coming up so mm-hmm. some good solid gaming time there and i think that pretty much covers it for this for this episode in terms of the games we've been playing and the main topics do you have anything you want to add before we get into the the closing sort of discussion here
1: Uh i feel great about the episode
0: all right very good yeah, two-man episode. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed it just as much as our trifecta that we normally have, but I think we've been doing uh, a good job. This is kind of back to the roots. You know, the yeah. first first couple episodes That's... were just two people, so. Um,
1: yeah, go check those out.
0: Yes, go check them out. It's it's funny, you know, on SoundCloud, at least, I can see the analytics of what people are listening to, and the, the third most listened-to track from the last 30 days or so is actually the Terminator Resistance one. Um, nice. Which is pretty funny, so.
1: Yeah
0: anyway um i think that
1: was on sale on steam actually
0: oh interesting yeah uh speaking
1: of checking out yeah check out the merch check out the fucking merch check out the dope threads yeah
0: yeah (laughs) i know you personally for your twitch channel have some holiday merch specials going on so yeah yeah you got a
1: holiday winter bundle going on you get that shredding and threading uh coffee mug and sweater for uh it's actually i think it's like 40 bucks it's super cheap when the hoodie's normally like $45 so like you oh, get shit. a nice hoodie with a nice winter theme this is shred and Threaded. it's almost looks like an ugly sweater but it's not ugly it's pretty sick and the <laughs> mug same theme that's very cool uh and the uh burning that for a little bit right now and i think we will uh stay tuned for a trophy talk podcast um winter bundle as well correct um correct but either way you can check out the 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 original merch as well right now it's merch.streamelements.com com forward slash narshredder 13 1d
0: 1d indeed and uh but
1: you you don't ahead. have to type in 1d it's just narshredder 13.
0: right yeah this is just for your own purposes when you're when you're thinking about it it is 1d yes you know
1: spelled with 1d.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah. And again, I would encourage anybody who's not part of the discord. If you're listening to this and you've been thinking, wow, like these guys sound really cool. You know, what is this community? You know, come check us out, come hang out. We're all really nice people, really welcoming, um, are really, really happy about the community we've been able to, uh, establish and to keep, even if we're, we're a bit small, but I, you know, it doesn't really matter as long as it's our little corner of the internet. And that's what, that's, what's important. So, Come check out the Discord. The link is in the SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash Trophy Talk Podcast. All the episodes go up there. They also go up with a slight delay onto Apple Podcasts and to iTunes. You can find us there at Trophy Talk Podcast. And I would encourage everyone who listens to us on that platform to please leave a rating. If you don't like the podcast, you want to give us a one, it's fine. But if you like it, you want to rate us higher, that's great too. Leave some comments. Um, It helps us grow. And continue to find new viewers slash slash listeners, excuse me. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to doing over the coming months and years to continue to grow the platform. So um, Yeah,
1: speaking of growing, if you leave that one, just leave a comment and let us know what we can improve on.
0: Exactly. You know, if you thought there was, you know, just some fucking blasphemy that we didn't put ketchup on eggs, that's fine. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, let us know. I think the content's pretty solid. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it. So, Mm-hmm. uh but i'm always down to learn we're, we're all always here to improve and to learn that's what life is about so thank you very much for yeah. listening and uh and, go ahead and we're
1: also down to play games down so, to play uh, games rocket league hit me up on uh what is that who is that is
0: that Epic games i don't know it is PlayStation. Epic oh psionics yeah Psyonics. but there are they hmm. is it a psionics account or is it an epic games account I'm
1: pretty sure it's psionic and you can link it to your epic Okay, and then I don't know. Rogue Company yeah. is an Epic game, though, yeah. right? And high res. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's too many of these well, weird accounts at? now. You know, I'm Narschredder thirteen on everything with One D. So PlayStation, Psionics, uh, Epic, Steam, uh, Xbox is actually a different one. Sorry, but Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, literally everything. I'm Narschredder. That's what you get for the 1D, you know?
0: <laughs> I do. I do. Um, yeah. And if you <laughs> want to connect with me, the best way is through PSN um, or through Discord. So come join the Discord community on PSN. Uh, my username is CK Present, And um, on League, I already talked about it. My name is Rammer, But I'm on YouTube at CK Present. Got some old historic videos there if you want to check out some Halo gameplay or if you're finally just coming around to playing dead space or the evil within or resident evil i have full playthroughs for those games on there and um on xbox the username is flag cap but i'm happy to communicate and to talk to anybody so feel free to add me
1: and if you missed daryl he's the tall simone
0: guy on twitch and instagram correct and he's uh yeah he streams and uh also active member of the community in the discord and everything so you know hit us up And uh, thank you very much for listening. Again, this has been episode 20. So 40 weeks now we've been doing this thing, which is crazy. Coming up on the end of a calendar year where we've been doing it every other week for the entire year. So, you know, it's fun stuff. Yeah. Thank you again for listening. We hope that you have a good holidays. You have a good Thanksgiving. Stay safe, everybody. Happy gaming, and we'll catch you next time. 1v1 me. Breh.